Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast featuring unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. Some are thinking, why should I listen to this podcast? Well, to be perfectly honest, who better to tell a story than the person that wrote it? And in this case, that writer is me, your host, George Walters. With that, let's get started. So how y'all doing today? Good, I hope. With what's going on in the world today, I have to admit life is sure challenging. The good part, though, is uh, us humans have a way of adapting, which I think we will be doing a lot more of in the coming days, months, and years. But the virus isn't what I want to talk about today, as there is enough being said in that department without me adding to it. What I do want to talk about, though, is that I have found that every so often... uh, I need to take a step back and take a serious look at things before I make any major decisions. I know this is to be true as it seems my entire life can be described in one sentence. Things didn't go as planned. Thing is though, I found that most times the things that didn't go as planned turned out for the best. Like the story I am leading up to today. It's about something that over the years I figured was important. So important that I made a lifestyle change without giving it a lot of thought. That has changed now, though, as it seems the older I get, the more I have come to realize that sometimes the nicest people are those that are wearing hand-me-down clothes, have callous hands and character lines caused from years of work, but yet they're very happy. And then on the other side of the coin, some that I thought that we're smart, that wear suits and ties, goes to certain functions faithfully every week, end up being the ones that are causing most of our problems today. I chalk it up to being young, believing in things, and people that try hard to sway the mind to their way of thinking. So with that, with that bit of information under your belt, which means to have learned or succeeded in something, which might be an advantage in the future. Let's get on with a story today. Actually, it isn't about anything that I just mentioned. I just wanted to rant a bit. I hope you enjoy favorite food. With all the health issues that's taking place these days, I would think that a person should be a wee bit concerned in what they're eating. Throughout most of my life, I think I have eaten pretty good. Today, though, I'm not so sure. I say this because with all the modern technology, along with the new things being put into practice, it seems to me that folks aren't honestly getting what is needed these days to stay healthy. Far from it, as it seems to me more folks are either overweight or have some underlying issues that is causing them a lot of grief. Just think of all the new diseases that is upon us today. Most were never heard of years ago. Now don't get me wrong, some drugs and treatments have saved many lives, and I realize that. But in my mind, there are a lot of things taking place health-wise that isn't so good, caused by a lot of these new drugs too, meaning side effects and things like that. But that is not what the story is about. Nope, not for one minute. What I want to talk about is one of my most favorite things when it comes to eating Now, right off, as soon as you hear what I'm about to tell you, you will say, doggone it, George, they're one of the worst things you could eat. Probably so, 
But just the same, before you get to criticizing someone, you should walk a mile in their shoes, which is what this story is all about. The one item I love and would be perfectly happy to eat every day would be the good old hot dog. Yep, hot dogs. I, for one, over the years, have eaten my share, let me tell you. Now, in saying that, I should also mention that most of my hot dog eating was in my early days. Thinking back, I remembered just down the road from us, there used to be a butcher shop, which was called Goods Butcher Shop, and it was located in Vineland, Ontario, Canada. It was a great place for all one's needs when it came to meat, especially their homemade hot dogs. They came with a plastic wrap on them, which had to be taken off before eating or cooking, but underneath that plastic, that's where the mouth begins to water, knowing of what is hidden inside. That is, if you like hot dogs. I can still remember heading down the goods to pick up some meat and things, along with the hot dogs, usually four bags of them, which would consist of around 25 wieners per bag. With both of my boys in the car with me, Craig and Carl, along with my lovely wife, let's just say that on the way back home, we usually cleaned up a half a bag. We ate them raw, no cooking whatsoever. The taste of them kept you kept you wanting more. Truth be told, just thinking about them is making my mouth drool a bit. Today, though, I wouldn't advise eating them raw as they don't make them like they used to, as one doesn't know what they put into them, or for that matter, what is being fed to the animals that they used to make them. Anyways, throughout the summer months, we would have them on the barbecue at least three or four times a week, and if a snack was needed, a raw one or two would usually fix us up and hold us over till supper time. I have to tell you this, though. I have found that there is only one right way a hot dog can be cooked. First off, you need to take the raw wieners and boil them for about five minutes from start to finish, no longer. Then once boiled, you take them out of the water and either put them on the barbecue or grill them on the stove. Once finished, you take a fresh bun and lay the hot dog inside, or wiener I should say, and cover it with a layer of fresh sliced onions. Nope, not done yet. Now, you take some homemade sauerkraut, other kinds of work too, it's just that I prefer homemade as it seems to have more flavor. Here you put a thick layer of sauerkraut on top of the onions. You're almost there now. Just a few more items is needed to complete the ultimate hot dog. And what would that be? Glad to be of help. Yellow mustard, green relish, fresh red tomato wedges, a pickle, a couple peppers, hot or mild, and a touch of celery salt. One thing to remember, they are never to be topped with ketchup. Once finished, you're all set to sit down at the table. But hold on there for a minute. Don't eat it yet. Nope, not just yet. Hold it up to your nose there for a few seconds and let that aroma that the hot dog and the toppings are giving off take you to a place and time that you love the most. It could be a roadside stand, a carnival, picnic with a loved one, or a place as simple as your own backyard. Now you're all set for that first bite. Hmm, darn, that's good. You know, thinking about more about them hot dogs, 
There were a few years I used to ride along with my old dad going to market in Aurelia, Ontario, Canada every Friday. Along the way in Burlington, Ontario, there was a spot which was called the Strip. Actually, right under where the Burlington Skyway is today. It had a sort of amusement park located there. There we would stop and a hot dog and milkshake would be bought, 12-inch ones to be, ex to be exact, and let me tell you, my mouth would get the water and long before Dad and I even arrived. Another place a good hot dog could be found was at the Dairy Queen many years ago, along with a good milkshake, chocolate being my favorite. But with folks not eating them as much, as much, they stopped making them like they used to. Now they sit on a heat rack, which doesn't do them any justice at all. One other thing that gets me wanting a good old hot dog is if I get to watching an old rerun of Matlock. Andy Griffith used to play as Matlock, and when he gets eaten a hot dog, my mouth starts to drooling almost immediately. He can make them look and taste so good, you just have to have one. Like anything, though, all things come to an end, and over the years, I have slowly gotten away from them. As I said earlier, one just doesn't know what is in them anymore with all the preservatives and things. But I have to admit, I still get cravings for them whenever I see someone cooking them on a barbecue or at a fair or at a roadside stand. When that happens, and if the toppings are available, I have to say my better judgment is lost, and I buy one or two. Usually, to be disappointed, though, is they just don't cook or make them like they should. You know, there is a lot to be said about what a person should eat and what they shouldn't eat. It seems, though, that people today have become more wary of what they eat. Is this a good thing? I don't know. But I can remember a time when everything that was put on my plate was assumed to be wholesome, and most, I would have to say, was actually good for you. The reason being that most things we ate came directly from our local farms. Junk foods like potato chips and chocolate bars, fries and bacon cheeseburgers, and many other items for most parts weren't heard of. Some say food of, a, of substance should be nourished for your body and satisfy your soul. I would think that's correct in part, as I sure enjoy a nice meal. Some also say that we should eat to live and not live to eat. Myself, I think the food you eat, whether it's a snack or a meal, should be tasty, and yes, I suppose somewhat healthy. My lovely wife says that most have become afraid to enjoy your food in fear that it will harm us and that we have forgotten the joy of eating and the delight the wonder and the mouth-watering satisfaction after we finish eating, like, say, a bowl of homemade spaghetti with a sauce to die for. I agree with her wholeheartedly. Laura, the lady that raised me, said that the food we eat should bring on happiness and that we should look forward to our meals and try different things. She also said that a person should never eat alone, if at all possible. I agree with that, too, as there is nothing nicer than to sit back enjoying a home-cooked meal with friends or the loved ones. Thinking about that, our family fixed many a problem while enjoying a nice meal. Then again, things always look brighter and better on a full stomach. 
My dad looked forward to dining out every so often and taking along friends and family. He said it was an escape from all the daily events that takes place. I remember one time while having a drink with him in Florida at our cottage, he said, George, you need to lighten up some, slow down a bit, and make mealtime something special. He then said, now where are you taking me for supper? You know, now that I am in my later years, I have tried to eat healthy, as I suppose we all should be doing. But in saying that, with all that has happened throughout my life, I am now inclined to believe that the body knows what is good and what isn't good. An example would be, uh, I eat something that tastes funny. To me, that's the body saying I shouldn't eat it. If eaten, I'll pay dearly, which has happened many times. Have I learned from them instances? Well, sometimes, depending on how sick I got. So, I guess what I'm saying is, food is a part of who we are, and that maybe we should open ourselves up to food and try something new from time to time. Life is short, and going through life worrying about every little thing we eat or constantly dwelling on what you should or shouldn't do, I don't believe is the answer anymore. Finally, I remember when I was thinking of getting married, my mom said, George, if a good-looking girl cooks for you, she is a woman. But if that good-looking girl cooks for you a good-tasting meal from scratch, you marry her. I did just that. Hmm, I wonder if I can get her to make me a hot dog for supper. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time, stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters. <laughs>